This is Kramer Financial Talk with Jim Kramer of Kramer Investment Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jim Kramer provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Kramer Financial Talk with Jim Kramer. Welcome back to another episode of Kramer Financial Talk. My name is Jim Kramer. If you'd like to hear more information about our show today, for listeners in Wisconsin, our Lake Geneva office number is 262-729-4128. For listeners in Illinois, our McHenry office number, 815-331-8096. Feel free to reach out to us on our website, www.kramerinvestmentservices.com, spelled K-R-A-M-E-R. And while on our website, you can view the past couple of our podcast shows by clicking on both the media library and radio tabs. Subscribers to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you can view all of our past shows. Feel free to reach out to us if you have questions. If you'd like to schedule a face-to-face meeting or a Zoom meeting, we're here to help. So our topic today is going to be about this rather strange recession that we have. Uh, Normally, when we have a recession, we see a contraction of the gross domestic product, which we've seen over the last two quarters, which defines a recession. But also, we tend to see a couple of other things go in alignment. The first half of this year, we saw investments decline rather strongly, especially stocks, also bonds. Uh, But we also tend to see a simultaneous increase in unemployment. That did not happen. And then with this jobs report just reported last Friday, uh, today is August the 8th. On August the 5th, some rather positive employment news was uh, oh, yeah. was mentioned by the government. So we're going to go over this kind of strange uh, recession that we have. But before we do, I want to introduce you to my co-host, otherwise known as Cuddly Dudley. His name is Tony Shore. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Cuddly Dudley. <laughs> You caught me by surprise with that uh, intro there, buddy. Well, uh, let, me, let me explain. All right. So to me, you're cuddly dudley, Tony. And the reason why <laughs> I say that is because there was a kid show that uh, I used yes. to listen to or watch, excuse me, back when I was younger. It was in Chicago, WGN. They had this show called Ray Rayner. Mm-hmm. And Ray Rayner had this rather uh, sarcastic, stuffed uh, dog and his name was Cuddly Dudley. And Cuddly would just rip on Ray and make some really funny uh, comments. It was like he wasn't even trying to be like this puppy. It was like this this uh, old man uh, doing a voice impression of a dog. It was just really funny. Oh, so wow. that's why okay. that's why I say it to you. It's a, it's an actually a compliment, Tony. Sure, sure. Well, it's probably I probably deserve that though. Uh, sarcastic dog comparison because. Uh, I, I do like to give you a hard time, James. You do you know that you do. You know. And so, you know, I like to somehow, you know, get back at you. And so now you're now you're my cuddly dudley. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to come up with a nickname for you one of these days. But, uh, I think just 
you being you is enough, right? Jim Cramer. <laughs> I don't think I need to go any further. To live with me, with my, yeah. with, with uh, being Jim Cramer here. Yeah, there no, you go. No, that's fine. Okay, so Tony, we're going to talk about this topic. It is a very strange recession because normally well, yeah, we see it doesn't it doesn't fit a lot of the parameters. I mean, there's certain oh. aspects of the economy that are doing well certain that are doing bad, uh, but yet technically uh, we qualified to call it a recession, but it doesn't feel like 2008 or 2001. No, it doesn't. And this is different because, you know, we're getting out of a pandemic. So all sorts of things that are happening today are, are really out of what we would normally see in a recession. And seeing a, um, a rather low unemployment rate with the an economy contracting, in fact, this jobs report that came out, was amazing. This is what you see in an extremely healthy economy. We saw 528,000 jobs added in the month of July. And um, I had a few of the comp- a few businesses that I work with reporting to me a, uh, a phenomenon in July where they had people that kept turning them down for employment. All of a sudden, a rash of people went back to work. So something happened in the month of July that we haven't seen before, way higher than the months prior to this. And so we're, we're seeing some good things here. In fact, since the pandemic started, we now have actually more in people employed than even before when they, when the uh, pandemic actually started to hurt the economy, which yeah, is weird, which was uh, February, 2020. We, we had a three and a half percent unemployment rate right now. Our unemployment rate is three and a half percent. We actually have more people employed in the private workforce um, as opposed to when the pandemic hit. We have over 600,000 more jobs now in the private sector the, where we are lagging. And I'm surprised to see this is really in the public sector. Whereas you would yeah. think the public sector would kind of hold water during a downturn, and they usually do. But I think what happened, and I'm just guessing, is mostly a lot of uh, government workers went into retirement, took their early pensions. Some of them, and again, I'm speculating because of the vaccine mandates, said, no, I'm not going to work here anymore. They were forced to, right. to get vaccinated. But still, they're over a half a million, dollar, uh, half a million jobs down since the beginning wow. of the pandemic. So, but even still, when you private and public employment together, we're, we have more employment now than before, which is incredible. Isn't that crazy? I mean, it's just crazy to think about. And uh, it's just been nuts. Nothing is really following the normal track. I mean, uh, we really aren't in as bad of a situation as we were those last two recessions although we're dealing with much, much worse inflation at the same time. So, yes, yeah, employment numbers look good. The market's starting to bounce back a little bit. We'll see if it stays that way or if it continues volatility, the up and down. But, you know, uh, wow, yeah, 2022 has been an odd one, uh, a really down year so far for the market, but we may see some increases that could change before the end of the year. And, you know, I think people are optimistic right now about that. But, you know, it's interesting. And you're right. This recession is not a typical recession, is it? No. And so the question is, now with this new information, which shocked a lot of people, because yeah, a lot did. of people were thinking we were going to have very, very poor, a very poor jobs report in line yep. with what we were seeing with the recession. But with this new jobs report, almost certainly 
uh, we're going to see a even more aggressive Federal Reserve raising interest rates. So Friday was actually a negative day in the market. And that's because people were expecting and actually kind of hoping for a rather poor jobs report. So interest rates are really front and center in the minds of a lot of investors today. The market's pretty flat, opened up high, went into the negative. And right now, as of 1.15 p.m., we're seeing a rather you know, flat stock market today. But um, with, the, with the impetus now on aggressive interest rate hikes, you know, we're going to see how how is the economy going to handle this? How are stocks going to handle this? This really breeds uncertainty. I look at this, though, as a as a big positive. Um, really? Yes. How's that? Well, a couple of things is, you know, if we're having this level of, of employment right now, Tony, I think a lot of our supply chain issues should be resolved. Um, we did see a big uptick in transportation. That transportation industry, I'm hoping, although I don't know because the numbers don't tell me, that trucking, hopefully there should be a lot more people employed in that. That's one of the reasons why we are bottlenecked yeah. with regard to our products being delivered. And if we're getting this level of activity, I would I would presume that our gross domestic product is going to uptick for the next quarter, or at least for the next uh, month or two. So with this might be a very temporary situation. The only question is, is the Federal Reserve going to train wreck this with higher interest rates and cause in, in, in consumers, which make up 70% of the spending in our economy, will they start to slow down? But I'm actually thinking with more people at work, probably more spending, but that is going to be counteracted by an improved supply chain. And so there's going to be probably, although again, I'm speculating, less wage pressure that's forcing prices up. Because a lot of some, I wouldn't say all of this, but in part, some of this is because of wage pressure. Few employees, employers wanting to keep them around, having to offer higher wages than what they normally would have to otherwise. Now, if you have more of a full employment-based economy, uh, there's going to be less pressure on employers to raise wages, which impact, which would impact the um, inflation rate. And I would think that those two forces combined more spending, but yet uh, not higher wages that are coming along with that, that should keep to some degree inflation in check. And if we keep, if we do see uh, energy prices continuously come down, it's still way high, but it's coming down. This is going to resolve itself without the Federal Reserve getting involved. Interesting. Yeah, I I think that's a a unique take, and you may be right there. I'm concerned about the supply chain and our ability to overcome all the issues, but if more people are, if they're getting more people to drive trucks and they're not having, you know, if we can fix that shortage of workers in certain fields, uh, if that is happening and, and the employment numbers would indicate that at least, you know, more people are back to work and more people are working, so... Uh, I hope you're right. I hope that does happen. Um, well, I'm I'm hoping I'm right too. But there's you know, <laughs> it, the thing is when you look at these reports now, the government it's the Bureau of Labor Statistics. They come out with some sure. really good numbers, but they don't drill down as much as I would like to. No. And I really would like to know more about you know. I see that transportation employment is back to its pre-pandemic high, um, mm-hmm. which is good, which is a good thing. But how much of that is related to trucking, which we know well, is how so much, important. How much of that is actual drivers? I mean, you can yeah. hire, 
how much how much of that is sitting in a transportation office? Did the government just hire a thousand more transportation workers? Good, good. You know, is good, it bureaucracy? Good point. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. But but you're right. Hopefully, some of that at least is actual drivers to drive goods. Uh, that's what we need. And I, I'm glad you're making this point. I mean, this is a really great take on this because it is a strange recession. Uh, and people might not realize because the media isn't like, this is a horrible recession. I mean, you hear some talk of recession, but it's not, it technically fits the definition. We did slip into that recession territory with the market and things, but uh, the other numbers aren't showing it. So um, it is different. It's not like 2008, 2009, where there was a huge bubble that absolutely crashed. Um, uh, but That's right. But the stock market has been down overall quite a bit in 2020. So uh, people are feeling that. And we always talk each week about how our listeners out there can deal with this. And why this should matter to our listeners is it's great to be aware of these things and work with a financial professional like yourself, financial services professional, who can help them have a plan in place, stick to the plan, make sure it's adjusted for inflation, things like that. And so if our listeners want to see where they're at, get a second opinion on where they're at or formulate a plan for their investments or for retirement and retirement income, how can they get a hold of you, Jim? Yeah, they can call uh, any one of my two offices, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, 262-729-4128, McHenry, Illinois office at 815-331-8096. And like I mentioned before, if you just have questions, if you'd like to schedule a face-to-face meeting, do a Zoom meeting, uh, we're happy to do that. And we're here to help. Sure. Uh, I think that's great. Thanks, Jim. Now, uh, when we talk about a recession and where we're at right now, um, should our listeners out there uh, be concerned or are they, I mean, I don't want people to make emotional decisions when it comes to their investments uh, because of this, right? So there's a lot of individuals that are extremely concerned, especially if you're more on the the politically conservative end of, of things. And then, sure. you know, those that are on the other spectrum, those that are more on the left side of the political uh, discourse, as I call it today, um, you, they're yeah. they're less concerned. So, in fact, they're very excited over this new spending bill that came about. Whereas you know, those that are politically conservative do not like this at all. Right. I would I would really caution people before you allow the political concerns that you have to get in the way of your investing. Look at the economic numbers. I know there's there's things going on in Washington. Washington has been messed up for years. That's not changing. And some of us can say, some of us could say rightfully so in some cases, you know, things are more worse. And I, and I would say we have more of a divide in this country than we've ever had in my lifetime, Tony. And I know when you look at things globally speaking, even within our, our allied countries in Europe, there's more divide going on now than I've seen again in my entire lifetime. So we do have some things to be very, very concerned about. And sometimes that does lead into being concerned about your investments when you see such drama, but always follow the economic data because that can surprise you. Because if you assume everything's going to, let's say, hell in a handbasket, then all of a sudden you get this Friday jobs report. Just remember, in this country, especially in this country, the private sector 
uh, is a lot larger as a percentage of our of our economy than in other countries. We still, yeah. although we have a, a fast growing government sector, it's still much smaller as a percentage of GDP compared to what you see in countries in Europe. So the private sector here can be very resilient. So those of you concerned about politics, you're, you're concerned about what's going on in the world, always focus more on what the economic numbers are and don't get too caught up. And I know it's easy to do with the political concerns that you have. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, people can really let politics uh, influence their financial decisions, and it really shouldn't. You have to separate the two. And no matter what side of the political spectrum you're on, you have to separate the two. And, you know, you can look at economic indicators and you can talk to a financial services professional, uh, but uh, the emotional attachment you have to your personal beliefs and views and money, uh, you need somebody who can look at it objectively and who has experience. And that's where you come in. But th thank you, Tony. And, and so I try to take a more um, holistic view to the couple or individual's financial situation. And you know, we, we tend to see these short-term uh, recessions or downturns, they tend to go short. And then when the market returns, and it always does, and it will, uh, we started to see that in July, uh, it, it tends to go up for a much longer period of time. So all too often when things are going bad, we tend to make it uh, worse than it really might actually be. Now, it doesn't mean to ignore the the negative realities of things, but you know, let's try to let's let's try to take emotions out of the way and let's look at this in a more holistic way. Looking at fundamentals, look at the the actual economic statistics. And right now, again, we're talking about a strange recession. There's a lot of negative information we're looking at, but there's also some positive information. So there's nothing decisive that's saying, you know what, this is going to go in a really bad way. We don't know enough yet because we're seeing such inconsistent data. And working with a financial professional, you know, we can look at the long term for you. Uh, short term situations are very important. We should not ignore that. But let's make sure we're not uh, foregoing our long term plans in the same in the same breath as what we're concerned about in the short term. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about or add before we end the show today? No, it's been a it's been a good show today, Tony. And uh, I'll uh, I got my new nickname for you, so uh, <laughs> oh, it's it's etched in my brain now. <laughs> Great, Dudley Dudley. Great. Don't you like that name though? Oh, Come on. yeah, for someone else maybe, but <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> Uh, I, I'll take it because I deserve it. Uh, but why don't you let our listeners know before we go how they can get a hold of you one more time and set up that no charge consultation? All right, in Lake Geneva, our number is two six two seven two nine four one two eight. In McHenry, our number is eight one five three three one eight zero nine six. All right, and that does it for today's episode of Kramer Financial Talk with our host Jim Kramer. Thank you for listening to Kramer Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jim Kramer at Kramer Investment Services. Call 262-729-4128 or visit them online at kramerfinancialtalk.com. 
Fee-based planning and investment advisory services are offered by Crayman Investment Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin and Illinois. Insurance products and services are offered through Kramer Investment and Insurance Services, Inc. Kramer Investment Services, LLC, and Kramer Investment and Insurance Services, Inc. are affiliated companies. Jim Kramer and Kramer Investment Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.